it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. One more time. Happy Monday. <laughs> the energy level. Wait. I know. I know. Well, I'm only halfway through my coffee. I don't have all the energy yet. Yeah. Well, Wait, we have to... the funniest story. Oh, yeah. Wait, you guys do? <laughs> I forgot, Megan. Sorry. So we're all here today, Patrick, Megan, I, I'm back. I know you missed me. No, <laughs> we did. They liked my parents, but my parents aren't you. <laughs> close, close second though. Close second. <laughs> so today we're just chatting it up. We're going to go through voicemails. This is the last podcast that Patrick will probably be on for the rest of the year. So <laughs> figured why the heck not, you know? Yeah. So here we are. Wait, what was your funny story? Should I tell it or you tell it? Well, you can tell it. Okay. (laughs) It is ridiculous. So. Wow. I read that out. That wasn't good cute. No. You didn't like that? (laughs) You didn't like it? (laughs) Okay. So it was la. It was Saturday. What was the date? Saturday, the 26th at 3 a.m. Okay. We had packed up the night before Friday, the 25th, our U-Haul, our truck, everything. And we were going to wake up 3 a.m. and get on the road around that time. And so we woke up, there were still two more like piles of stuff we had to bring down. So we brought down one pile and then we went back up and we're like, we'll just bring down this last pile as like our last time going out of the apartment. Well, Mm -hmm. this Airbnb that we were staying in, it's an apartment. And the Airbnb has like fobs to get in. So we were like, okay, we need to leave the fobs in the apartment, right? So this is like our last time being in the apartment. So we grabbed everything and we got in the elevator and um, we were carrying two waters and a coffee and so first Patrick we're like carrying stuff up to like our chin like we're like yeah make another trip you know right and so Patrick drops first the water in the in the um elevator and then he gets frazzled and frazzled and drops the coffee (laughs) and then they both open like just everywhere no, they, both, they both had lids on them but like it was literally only a little bit came out yeah but, but he was frazzled it's just it's just a high intensity moment and it was like 3 30 a.m so no he, that's always when it happens he was definitely still asleep and so we're on the third floor so he aggressively presses floor number one breaks the <laughs> elevator <laughs> we're stuck in the elevator the only button that would work was floor four we went up and then had to walk stairs and it was so funny because 30 minutes prior he was like man my biggest fear was that like during all this move like the elevator wouldn't work (laughs) (laughs) just one last time and so now we're on the fourth floor with all this stuff and we're like okay we'll just like I was holding like laundry detergent we'll just set the laundry detergent the coffee mug and which was his like the coffee mug like the the one with all the dirt crop in it and um which he would disagree but and then a water cup and so we just like left it on the table on the fourth floor and walked all the way down to the to the first and brought it to the car and he's like all right I'm just gonna go like I'm gonna go pick up the stuff like pick up the rest of the stuff on the fourth floor it's 3 30 a.m. We can't get in the building because we left all the fobs in the apartment. No. no. His coffee mug is on the fourth floor of that apartment. 
<laughs> Wait, what was the one that, so do you have a mug and you have a tumbler? No, he calls that his mug. Okay, but I thought you re- revived it. Did you not? I thought I, we saw it on your story and Avery Just was like, wait, it gets better. So 3.30 a.m. We realized we just really, he, he really messed up because- <laughs> He's the one that aggressively pressed number one on the elevator, <laughs> which broke it. Yeah. Which we just, I mean, I did not say anything. I was just silent. Were you and laughing internally at all? Yes, I was. Like- I was cracking up, but I could not because he would. Right. He would have killed you. I just found laughter, but I knew it was too soon. So he's outside I knew he was standing by the door just seeing if there's any way he could get in 20 minutes later walks back to the car he's like what are the chances someone comes in what are the chances someone pulls up and comes in at 3 30 a.m we could go in behind him and we never see anyone in the apartment so I'm like pretty slim so we had to drop a few things off at the um storage unit before we left so we decided to go to the storage unit which is like 10 minutes away and we like put in the code and it's like code denied and we're like, what? They're like, and so I look it up online. They're like, yeah, you can't get access to a storage unit until 6 a.m. Well, by this time it's 4 a.m. Right. So we're like, oh my god. What was the point of waking up at 3 a.m. at this point is what yes. you're thinking, right? right? Exactly. None of this would have happened had we slept in. <laughs> <laughs> so we drove to the apartment. And we waited outside the apartment for about an hour and someone pulled up and like 4 30 a.m. Someone just rolled in. Yeah. And you snuck in behind them and then got the coffee mug, the water and the detergent. And like, we were probably going to leave it. I didn't ask him, but late he said after he retrieved his mug. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, would you would have, would you have left it? He's like, I mean, if the if the um, storage unit was, if we didn't have to wait for the storage unit to open, we probably would have just gotten on the road. And I was like, I don't know if I believe that. I feel like you really <laughs> wanted this coffee mug. He was in a better headspace then now that he'd <laughs> retrieved it. <laughs> yeah. So then we went to Denny's because it's 24 hours, sat there and ate for an hour. And then the storage unit opened, went to the storage unit and then got on the road at like 630. <laughs> That's the worst. That's like when you go to get a really early flight and then it's delayed and delayed and delayed. And then you don't end up leaving until like seven. And you're like, I literally lost sleep for no reason. Yes. And my morning was worse for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I'm glad he has so his mug. I am neutral about that, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a safe answer. <laughs> but it was so funny and after I was like how soon is it how how, what is too soon to laugh about this this. he's like it's still too soon okay I'll circle back in a couple of days he did apologize for aggressively pushing the number one button though he really did apologize like profusely I was like it's okay (laughs) I've had to do that before because it's just like the third time something frustrating happens and you're just like I'm over it and you like act like I was standing in a hallway outside of a bathroom waiting for Avery to like get up from this seat and someone was behind me and so I grabbed the diaper bag from his feet and I was like we need to go like we're in the way and I was just like abrasive about it for Uh no reason and he was like that was really aggressive and I was like I'm sorry I was like I just don't like being in people's way Uh and Carrie was heavy I don't know like you know making up excuses for why I had a right to act like that when I didn't but it would be like trying to put on a sports bra after you get out of the shower and receiving like and like tripping like tripping over I don't know the toilet and then like getting a bad text message and you're just like yeah done (laughs) I'm going back to bed Patrick looks so unamused. He's thinking about how he almost lost his mug forever and all the years of coffee he's poured into that sucker. What were you to be left on the fourth floor? Like what was going through your head when you knew the coffee mug was on the fourth floor? I I honestly wasn't worried about it's truthful. If if the storage unit was open, we could have just left because I was just gonna call the apartment when they opened. No, because I'm gonna be back in Virginia Beach for a couple Mm. of days. So I could have swung by and got it. That, that really wasn't a big deal. I think, Meg, like you said, it was just 
that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh-huh. Like, there was just so much leading up to it. And then it's like, oh, you're up at 3.30 for this 10-hour drive that you have to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we and sport- it's like the one we thing no, with we the did. drive. <laughs> we <Just> did. <laughs> but still, like being on the road for 10 hours. What were mm-hmm. you saying, Meg? Well, I was going to say, that's like the one thing too. Like, because not like your one and only comfort item, but like that's that's like if I left something that like I actually really loved in the midst of all these things going wrong. And you're just like, what the heck? I can't win at anything today. Uh-huh. So yeah, that makes it worse. It's also always the small stuff. It was like, an interesting morning. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we were talking about it too. It was like, there were so many little things that led to that point. Like we could have <laughs> taken one load down the day before and like that uh-huh. and it wouldn't have been a problem uh-huh. or like there was a there were plenty of other things that we had talked about there's like we could have done this and this wouldn't have happened we could have done this this wouldn't have happened you know and so it's yep. just it's frustrating and like Cecilia said like I apologize and like it was my fault like I fully embrace that and so you know we're sitting there like silently in the truck silently Cecilia's trying not to laugh and I'm sitting there just mad at myself like right. I know it's nobody's fault except my own and I'm just frustrated with myself as my fault you know and then you the got to thing, apologize too, the first which thing, makes it worse. I don't have a problem apologizing but the first oh, thing I have a said problem. was was uh you know you reap what you sow and I'm like yeah that's what I've been <laughs> stewing over for the last 30 minutes <laughs> like, <laughs> I, under, I fully understand that <laughs> that is the only thing I said and it was so funny because immediately like there were times where I would walk like we like got up when he broke the elevator we like walked down the hallway and I walked in front of him and I had to walk in front of him and I just because put my head smiling. down yes. <laughs> I was like, smiling I like had my hair over my face so I was like I can't let him see but I'm cracking up right now that's hilarious <laughs> well you added years to Cece's life with that so congrats <laughs> it looks great <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay so heck yes heck no Meg. That, that was my heck no oh that was that's true yes I was gonna say well, if there, was a worse, morning. there was a worse heck no for Patrick then I'm sorry uh my heck no <laughs> is just that I have reached the third trimester and I weigh more now than I did when I gave birth to Carrie and so I've got like basically like 20 pounds like just imagine like a 20 pound weight strapped on your like your tummy and then also simultaneously carrying a 25 pound plant on your hip mm-hmm. while also trying to do errands and housework and like actual work too and then being like why am I so tired and it's like you can't even pick up a sock from the floor without it hurting <laughs> so that's <laughs> probably why you're tired um so heck no to that if everyone just wants to pray for divine energy because I have to get through a work a work month one more work month until like maternity leave starts but also I just like common sense wise next pregnancy need to start maternity leave the month leading up to due date and then like three months after because this is just miserable but it's gonna be fine <laughs> and you're carrying two on your hip and no. yeah Carrie better yeah. not be I'm like <laughs> no yeah no Carrie's carrying wagon. yeah Carrie's carrying the other one Oh, true, 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 true. Mm-hmm. I always forget that they all keep growing and that it's not just going to be like this again yes, with a newborn true. and Carrie as a toddler, you know? Uh huh. But what's your heck no? <laughs> all right. My heck no is that um, when this comes out, Patrick will pretty much be on his way to Japan mm-hmm. and I won't see him until sometime in April. So that sucks. <sighs> yep, you win. <laughs> you've been winning the heck knows lately how's it feel (laughs) I just feel revived really yeah yeah I feel like I deserve a trophy yeah I can ship one to your house thank you (laughs) Patrick carries around a trophy tell them about the trophy (laughs) wait it's another quirk that people it's not really a quirk but it would be good because my dad's probably will probably listen to this episode so yeah is it his trophy so there's a I don't even want to call it a tradition. So that it started when I was like four or five years old. I have cousins all over the country, um, like on the West Coast, in Minnesota, on the East, spread out all throughout the East Coast. And 
my understanding of how this event started is they were all in um, Minnesota for something like all of my dad's cousins were all together and they were in a, you know, like a grade school, probably watching, you know, one of the younger kids, you know, play a basketball game. There was something going on. They were in a, in a grade yeah. school and they were walking out and they saw a janitor cleaning out like an old trophy case. And so one of the cousins just asked like, Hey, can we, can we take one of these trophies? And they were like, sure, I don't care. Like you can take whatever you want. And so they took an old cheerleading trophy. I don't even remember. It was like probably like 2001. Um, so ever since then, it's become this game. And the trophy is, we call it the cuz, like the cousin. The cuz. The cuz. And the, like the goal of this game is to sneak the trophy into like the other team's possession. So it's kind of like the East Coast versus the West Coast. And so, you know, if you were to go out and visit family, in Seattle, then you would, you know, you'd bring the cuz with you and you try to like sneak, you know, you try to sneak it into, it. you know, into like a bookshelf that they don't notice until you're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and huh. so it's kind of like, I, mean, <laughs> I, I have it, and but it's like kind of a secret that you're not like supposed to know who has it, but my dad's the only one who listens, so it shouldn't be a big deal. But <laughs> I'm like trying to, I was trying to figure out, I've had it for a while. I just haven't seen any family. Since I've known you. Yeah, yeah, we've had the trophy because. on the dresser, and now the trophy is sat right next to Saint Philomena in our on our dresser. <laughs> They're becoming pals. It really was. I boycotted it, but it stood there strong, <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, Porky. Uh huh. Is it Porky? Did pork I even chop. say that right? Pork, pork chop. chop. Sorry. So yeah, sorry. but you're gonna get rid of pork chop when I leave. So I actually, actually, uh, I think you're gonna keep it. I have thought about keeping it as a in his memory as a gentle <laughs> reminder of your presence. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, how that works. <laughs> it's like suddenly missing like the fact that they leave their socks all over the house because they're not there to do it anymore. And you're like, wait, I actually kind of miss that I don't have socks to pick up anymore. Actually, right now it'd be really nice if you picked up his socks, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, I'm whenever, the toilet yeah. seat. That I'm toilet, good about it. Except for three times the past day. <laughs> Normally you tell me if I do that and then I go and put it down. I was like, toilet seat. He's like, why did you keep it up? And then. Well, that's when I find that I've left it up. Oh like, yeah. When, wait, I, when I find that I've left it up, if I go back in and then I'll just yell it. Like Cecilia would be in the living room. I'll be like, put the toilet seat down. and that's just me admitting that i did yeah yeah that's just him admitting so i'm gonna miss that (laughs) avery doesn't even he's like well why do why can't you just put it down why can't we just leave it up all the time and you i'm like because i'll fall in every time and i'm carrying your child what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) because i'm carrying yours i just what is it your spawn no yeah on your like yeah your seed I'm getting your seed <laughs> like that one I prefer spawn <laughs> okay heck yeses anyone you oh uh well when this comes out well, now I feel bad because your heck no was like next week my life's gonna be wah, wah. and I'm like well next week I'll be on a beach in California drinking chamba juice <laughs> so that'll be nice but what a life that will be yeah. so nice Oh my gosh. Cause the beach is the best place for kids because they, they can't get into anything. They can't hurt themselves. They could drown, but you can run faster than they can. So they can't drown. And then they just play with their cousins. And like, if you're around family, everybody's kind of watching and hanging out and you just sit there in the sun and that's it. That's all you do. It's so nice. It's such a do good Do you have a go. swimsuit that fits your stomach? Uh, yep. <laughs> I was going to say that. I had hard. to go and I tried them all on. None of them were fitting because I've worn, I wear a lot of one pieces now. None, yeah. There's no way. Yeah. There's no head. chance. No, you no almost, shot. Yeah. So then I tried on some bottoms from old bikinis and I was like, okay, these ones fit and, and they're acceptable. Um, okay. Cause you so had high waisted, a lot of high waist. I had a lot of high waisted too, which like that's, you're a real low waster when you're pregnant. So it's not an option. <laughs> um, need a hip hugger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then I had to go get a, um, top, but I mean, your top is way different too when you're pregnant. So I was like, how do I do this? So I literally bought like a hundred dollars worth of tops from target, had to try them on and then take them back. And it was like, 
I was no longer searching in small, medium, large. I was now searching in like 36B and 38C. And I was like, I have no clue. 36B is very small, Megan. Or not small, but like, that's That's what I got. But it's tight. But that's because I kind of just accepted it because I was like, I don't want to go try more on whatever. It's fine. But it's the first time I've ever had to buy a supportive bra-like swimsuit in my life. And I was like, I don't even know what size with I a am. wire or something with like a wire. Yeah. 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 Cause all the other ones were like side boob, under boob all this stuff. And I was like, this is pointless. I'm just going to wear a t-shirt, but I also really like my pregnant belly. So I was like, oh, this is a time to tan it. So here we are. Know what I will say the what? best place to go shopping for swimsuits is JC Penny. I don't have one of those here. <laughs> it's so <laughs> random, but all you out there. They That's have the best place. really great swimsuits and tons of them. Yes. Huh. It's like prom dress shopping at Dillard's or yeah. Macy's. Yeah. Super random, but JCPenney swimsuits. Good to yeah. know. Yeah. Good to know. What's your heck? Yes. Wait, sorry. One, sorry. Um, real fast, Megan. How long are you in California for? Cause you're going to Disney, A right? Week. Yeah. We fly out Saturday. We fly back Friday. So nice. Yeah. And we're just in one Airbnb the whole time. And just like near the beach and then Disney for two days at the end of the trip. And then, oh yeah. So that's it. (laughs) Just said lightning, lightning. What's it called? No, sciatica go up my leg really randomly. All the joys of being pregnant. (laughs) It's really fun. Okay. Heck yes, Patrick. My heck yes are the people of Kentucky or Kentuckians. Kentuckians. I think think that's what they're called. Kentuckians. They're just so nice. Mm -hmm. They are like they'll just oh well for example you know the house that we're staying at right now they have a truck in their front yard that's like a 1960s ford you know f-150 pickup but they're like yeah we just leave the keys in it and like if any of the neighbors need it they can just take it to go you know pick up furniture or whatever Uh like that's just one example like they're they're just so open to you know helping each other out and trusting and yeah um I mean, I can probably think of more examples, but it's just, it's, it's actually People have given us furniture just cause. Yeah. People, people brought over cookies. Like homemade, like literally beautiful sugar cookies saying like, welcome home or something. Someone brought, um, the people we're staying with, they just, they said, oh, we heard you have guests. Here's a bottle of wine. For them. Another, oh another gosh. family said, I heard you have guests. They bought like hundreds of dollars worth, worth of dinner. Yeah, yeah. Chicken dinner, like everything. I'm like, what is this area? And then that's like, amazing. We're talking to like a you know um home insurance guy, and then his his sister ends up being over that night. And I'm like, I did not like it's so random. Yeah. Things are so connected, but it's so great. It feels yeah. like so homey. And yeah, like people like, have you like are looking out for each other kind mm-hmm. of thing. Hundred percent. Really yeah. Um, we met like our neighbor, our like soon yeah, the new neighbor new neighbor well we're not uh, we would be the new neighbors but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you will be the new neighbor yeah <laughs> I will not be so yeah it's just been so awesome like our realtor is great and like it, it's just so it's it's I don't even know how to describe it it's just like another world that keeps saying it's right. so weird but I'm like it's weird in the best way a best way because people here think it's normal and right. I'm like no, no, no. People just don't randomly bring over banana bread in the rest of the world. Like if right. someone were to bring me over banana bread in LA, I would be like, mm, what crack did put in, in it? it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to eat that, Literally. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's Same. just, it's a wild. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, I've never seen, I've literally never seen it before. Mm-mm. Well, that's really cool to hear too, because everyone always talks about Southern hospitality and I've never understood that because I don't, like I, like people are nice, I guess. Sure. And I guess people were com- maybe comparing it to like California when I first moved here and they're like, Oh, people in the South are just so much nicer and friendlier and stuff, but not on that level. Like that's another level. And, I- and you don't hear about that. Like people right. are always like, Oh, Southern hospitality. It's the best and Southern home cooking and all this stuff. But I've never heard people go, Oh, Kentucky hospitality. It's like a little hidden gem secret of the utopia of Kentucky that <laughs> just keep to themselves yeah no it's literally a thing it's awesome yeah um we've gotten housewarming gifts from people yeah you know what yeah (laughs) Yeah. literally 
horrible. I know. I'm moving. (laughs) Yeah. Kentucky's great. So um, my heck yes is that there's St. Vincent de Paul in the area. And um, I never like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had never really been to one. Um, Didn't have much where I grew up, but we went in there and um, there's this like trick you can do with frames so if you find like a beautiful frame that's like matted and has like a photo in it and you're like dang it that frame's cool but I would never use that photo and it's not like a typical frame where you can just like undo the back you know and like slide your own in what I do is you can like buy it so we just got one for like 10 bucks yesterday it's a beautiful frame really big and you just slice it with like a knife um, or a box cutter, or a box yeah, cutter yeah. yeah along the edges and then you can take you can actually because in the back of like an old frame it just yeah. looks like it's solid right but no you can actually slice it open and then right. put your own in there and have like your own you know beautifully printed um you know people sell like prints all the time mm-hmm. you know like digital prints um that's like fine art so yeah you can do that and so I'm excited to, to decorate do the home that way yeah yeah because mm-hmm, I just love that so found one of those and they just I mean there's so many like Catholic things there it's so funny yeah. to see that like a goodwill yeah. but like a Catholic goodwill yeah. um so yeah heck yes wait so with the back of it you're talking about like slicing because it's kind of almost like a thick cardboard back most of the time yeah right so you're uh-huh. talking about just like slicing into it and pulling it out and then pushing yours in or so like you- taking the whole backing off when you slice into it So don't, you wouldn't slice the border. You can feel with your like fingers, like where there's kind of a rivet in and you would slice in the rivet. So there's typically about like two to three inches around the border that should stay. Mm, And then you would slice it and then you would like tape it back up. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the back's only like a thin, like almost like a paper bag. So you can, you can actually just cut into that and pull it off so so that you're not actually cutting you know, any of the mat or the, the painting yeah. itself. So then you can, you can see it, mm-hmm. but it's Got really it. hard to redo matting. So like yeah. the matting yeah. around it, you want to make sure that that's something you like. Cause you like, there was a blue one. I was like, I'm not going to use a blue, but it was really beautiful. So I was like, I'm not going to get that one, but we got one that has like a cream and like, I don't know. Actually had a texture to it. Yeah. It had like a texture. Yeah. It's really beautiful. So that's stuff that like is expensive. Like we had one of yeah. our prints framed and matted and stuff and like hundreds was not $10. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, you can get yeah. up there with getting yeah. stuff framed, you know? So yeah. fat heck yeah. yes. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Well, before we jump in to voicemails, uh, West Coast Catholic, we've been chatting about them. Mari and her husband, what's her husband's name again? Trey. Trey, um, yeah. who created West Coast Catholic are awesome. It is a lifestyle brand that totally seeks to inspire young adults to live authentically Catholic lives. Um, and they just have, like I said, they, I've said this before, they're kind of like the um, Joanna Gaines Magnolia of Catholic goods mm-hmm. because their stuff is just so well-made, so thoughtful, so beautiful. Um, so definitely check them out. It's the go-to place for Catholic, you know, faith-inspired products. Um, and I think that they have such great gifts for friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you were to get something for a friend, I think just going there, they have so many great things right now. They have like a Lent a Lent bundle going on. And, um, obviously Lent has already started, but they just have yeah. so many liturgical things that go throughout the year. Um, yep. and they're just a great Instagram follow. So definitely check them out right. at West coast Catholic on Instagram and use code heck capital H capital E capital C capital K 10 for 10% off, or you can directly shop on their website at westcoastcatholic.org. Perfect. Love so. Them voicemails so many good ones um I I mean Patrick kind of heard me going through them this morning um sorry what were you gonna do nothing okay sorry he was he was doing something but there was one actually now speaking about rosaries (laughs) that I want to play and I've heard about this before so I am going to play this and hopefully not everyone gets freaked out Hi ladies, I just have a major heck no to share today. Um, so, my mom was reading this article from this guy who interviewed an exorcist about how 
there is like satanic rosaries that are being circulated. And so my mom is thinking like, oh, that's super rare. Like that doesn't happen. Like whatever. But she checked our rosaries anyway. And she actually found out that we have had this rosary for a long time. And it's like a plastic one and it actually has like satanic symbols on it. And so you're supposed to give them to a priest and he needs to burn them and not inhale any of the smoke. It's like super serious. So I just thought I would call in and make sure that you are checking your rosaries and you know where your um, holy items come from and have them blessed and exercised. Have a great day. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So could she, could, I'm like, I Googled it instantly because I was like, Okay, so some, you're saying that like Satanists are taking rosaries and like doing stuff with them, and then all of a sudden Catholic rosaries are becoming satanic. But then I googled it and like, no, there's like actually like undercover satanic rosaries, like they have symbolism in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, yeah. So I mean, <gasps> think of I like need to check. Satanists, <laughs> Satanists who have like black masses, like yeah. they're going to a Catholic church, re- like receiving the Eucharist and not putting it in their mouth and then having a black mass with it. Like, you know, that's why there's so many things like that. So oftentimes, you know, any Catholic good you have, you should have it blessed. Right. Um, because you don't know who, you know, who made it, who, who, I mean, anyone, I mean, you, anyone can curse things, right? You don't have to be well, a Satanist to curse anything. So I'm looking and it shows that sat- satanic rosaries are typically those plastic ones that they'll hand out everywhere, like on, like at events or whatnot. And they have like a sunburst in each corner of the crucifix, like a sa- sun ray. Hmm. I don't know what's verified, but I do know that it is true about if there is mm. something that is cursed or if you are in the state of like oppression or possession by the devil and you sometimes people throw up stuff like items if you throw up an item you have to either burn it and not inhale the smoke like a priest does or um, the priest has to dispose of it in running water down a stream or something yeah super weird so I know this excuse me while I go run to check out all of my rosaries (laughs) I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how common it is and I don't know what the symbol is, but I was reading, um, I was just talking about this actually. I was reading, um, Diary of an American Exorcist, the book, and one of like the chapters was about how this exorcist in DC, he, they use like lay people and their gifts. So like there was someone who kind of had like I don't know. She could see angels and demons. And so like, this is legit and she could see them. And so oftentimes if like someone forgot to bless their food, she could see demons around the food as the kitchen cursed it. And like people can curse food at like, it's actually very common. That's like one of the most common areas that food would be cursed, which is why it's so well known that you should bless your food before you eat it. And so blessing your food takes on a whole nother level. Yeah. You have no idea who made it, who (laughs) processed it, like what kind of stuff they're into. And it can make you really like, you can get really sick. Um, Yeah. So yeah, certain things like that. It's totally, totally real. I've definitely- It just takes on a whole, yeah. yeah. Well, it takes on a whole nother level of like, yeah, Satan's very much alive and well and real and like- he's he's I mean that's brilliant that is brilliant to be cursing rosaries that like you know so also no one said he was dumb (laughs) yeah that's and like also when you're in Rome like by the Vatican you always want to like buy religious goods that are um like from the Vatican like stores because they've all been blessed by the Pope Mm. so um or you know if you buy something bring it to your priest and have him bless it yeah Yeah. even catholic jewelry catholic jewelry is a really big one if you buy catholic jewelry that's not from like a catholic store just from like a random etsy something yeah um, Yeah. well you're not allowed to sell blessed i don't know what the rule is you're not really allowed to sell blessed things but like the vatican 
does sell blessed goods. I don't know. Cause isn't that true? You're not supposed to sell blessed things. You never heard that? No, I don't know. But I can't help yeah, you, but <laughs> they say to be like cautious of buying like, you know, stuff off of right. random, random, like not Catholic owned things because you have no idea. Right. So, okay. Well, yeah. that's good. Love that. But priests wouldn't be like turn. They wouldn't turn you away. If you're like, Hey, can you bless these goods? You literally just hold them all or whatever right. and, or set them all down and they don't have to bless them individually. They can just right. bless them. Like, right. You know, okay. I mean, it's like the Pope, how he blesses everything in the store. Yeah. It's because he walked past the store and did like a blessing, right, you know, right, he didn't, right, like, right. Hold every, everything and bless it. Got it. Yeah. So super interesting, but I don't know what yeah. symbol to look for. I'm sure Google could turn you down some wrong paths and correct this is paths, true. but just something to be aware of. Gosh. <laughs> oh, you never really know. All right, Patrick, I feel like you might have some advice for this gal. Hey, Megan CC. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Love listening each week. Makes the workday go so much faster. Um, I don't really have a heck no or a heck yes right now, but I would love it if you guys did an episode on how to get through deployments when you're dating slash engaged slash married slash whatever um someone in the military like how do you get through that because my boyfriend is about to be deployed in the navy and i'm freaking out about it and i don't want to freak out about it so i just feel like you ladies would have really good advice on that um again love the show please do an episode on this okay bye Thoughts. I mean, Megan should probably go first. I mean, we haven't. Oh, fair. But I was going to say, you can freak out about it. I I did when Avery, we were supposed to spend Thanksgiving together. He called me and said he got um, asked if he wanted to go on a deployment and he had to give a yes or no answer on that phone call that he had had prior to talking to me. And I blurted out, well, you said yes, right? Because I knew he wanted to. And he said, yeah, I did. And I was like, all right. And that's that. That's what's happening. <laughs> You're deploying and we're not spending Thanksgiving together. And I'll see you when I see you. Um, so I instantly went to my room and freaked out and was honestly kind of mad for sure. But I feel like it's just one of those things when you're dating someone in the military. Also, I've only ever known the military life, but you just kind of roll with the punches. Like you're just going to get thrown punches and you just have to roll with them because there's no other out unless you decide that you can't do it and you don't want to date this guy through that and you don't want to marry him into that and all that stuff because the the military is pretty good at throwing punches and so you just gotta have to roll. Or you actually get hit by the punch and it's a constant recovery process. Yeah, no, literally it is. Um, And so like, thank goodness for, I always say this, like, thank goodness for our faith and thank goodness for the sacraments because I can't imagine being still so tied in with the military and not having them at my disposal, like the sacraments and the graces of them and all of that. Cause that's, what's gotten me through it. Every single time I would go to daily mass more, I would go to adoration more. And Cece, you said this really good as well, leading up to being apart from Patrick. Like if you can't be close to Patrick, then you need to be as close to Jesus as possible because that's the closest you can be to Patrick mm-hmm. in that moment or in that season. And that's like, that sums it up. So yeah, I don't know. What have y'all talked about leading up to this? Um, I talked with It'd be awesome if you guys could have Mary on to talk about this because mm. uh, Mary Landenberg, her husband, Jerry, was in the Navy and she was obviously away from him. Two deployments. Two depl- Actually, I think it was two or three. And then also having, you know, kids on top of it. Yep. Um, and then yep. having one child that needed, you know, extra attention. I was talking with her about it. And she's just a, such a fountain of you know, well, great information, you know, yeah, um, and talking to her about, I'll give you, I'll give you the perspective from from my perspective right from the from your boyfriend husband whatever who's deployed there you're going to be sitting there you know at home and you know you probably have your job and you know you'll be busy with your job or you know if you have kids but you're like you're going to think about him probably a lot more than he's going to think about you and that's not because of 
you know, anything that you've done or, and it's no indication of your relationship as a whole, but when you're deployed, there's so much going on that you are either always doing your job. So in my case, you're flying and if you're not flying, then you're, you know, reading, you're studying, there's calls that you have to get. And so you're studying, you're working out for these calls, like qualifications. qualifications. Yeah. So there is a lot of downtime. Um, but during that downtime, like you're hanging out with your, your squadron mates and, you know, right. um, so that's what Mary said to me, like, you're not going to be thinking about Cecilia all the time because like, you're going to be at work 24 hours mm-hmm. a day. Like that's what deployment is. You're at work 24 yeah. hours a day. Um, and so just to kind of gauge that expectation ahead of time, um, mm. like it's no indication, but like that doesn't also relieve me of the responsibility of like sending, like making sure that, you know, flowers are sent on an anniversary, right. or, you know, a birthday or something like that's, that's small stuff you can take care of ahead of time, or you, you can plan out with friends and family. Yeah. Um, and it's like the little things that would, that would mean the most, but um, I, I think that that expectation should be met. Like deployment mm. is being at work 24 hours a day for X amount yeah. of months, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's also very stressful too. You know, it's, mm-hmm. um, like you could be you know in contested waters or you could you know be in a, a foxhole in the you know middle east or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah so it's a little bit different so uh you know pray for pray for the grace to understand their point of view as well yeah um when it seems like they're not giving the time and attention that the relationship needs or deserves um just kind I'm of think actually, about that. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that because that was something Avery and I talked about and my mom and I talked about in regards to Avery deploying because it can get really easy to look at all the other relationships around you that are norm- normal, like non-military <laughs> relationships and be like, what the heck? He has not checked in with me as much. He has not called me as much. He has not written as many letters or like maybe he used to and now he's deployed so like he can't um, or it's just like not feasible and it's really easy to get sucked into that hole of like, First of all, he brought me into this situation where I am going through a deployment with him. And then secondly, he's also not like loving me like he used to, or like all these other men are. And I don't understand like, what is the, what is the deal? And it's just, you ha- it's just another, it's a totally different, you can't compare yourself to the other relationships around you that are going on, on normal dates and that he's just available all the time for her because it's just not the case with the military. And like Patrick said, you have to understand that like set that expectation and what that looks like ahead of time. So there's not that like hurt or like question of maybe like mistrust or betrayal or like, does he love me still? Um, Especially when you're in the dating phase too. I feel like that's even harder to get past because you're trying to build like a trusting relationship that could potentially end in a marriage. So I guess having clear expectations would be huge. Yeah. And it's definitely different depending on what stage of relationship you're in. But I mean, if for married, for example, I mean, Megan is a huge proponent of combined bank accounts. We're a huge component yeah. of combined <laughs> uh, proponent of combined bank accounts, and, and so mm-hmm. it's like, well, when I'm deployed, I have to trust that Cecilia is mm. fully capable of like doing paying all the bills or like knowing what right. needs to get done. So when I'm deployed, Megan, I'm not sure when exactly you were married. So like, you you probably had like a special power of attorney of some sort, and yeah. like, so I have to give Cecilia all these special yeah. powers of attorney so Cecilia can sell my truck. And yeah. Cecilia can live in his house, can, can sign for, can sign <laughs> for the, you know, the loan yeah. that is in my name. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and that's obviously very specific to marriage, but like, there's that trust that has to be there. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the military kind of, and I mean, in a sense forces it. Right. But like, yeah. <laughs> I do also, like, I do also fully trust this. So like, I'm not sitting there worrying, like, oh my gosh, right. is Cecilia going to remember to pay the phone bill this month? Like, right. no, Cecilia is fully capable of doing all of that. And that's right. not something that I have to worry about. And that's, I mean, that's actually great. Wait, it's not automatic. We no, still have is. not it yet. Is. Okay. I was like, She's no, like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like it's, it's had been like a really big transition because not only did we get married two months ago, mm. but now I took on all of his responsibilities and we have combined new responsibilities, like, yep. you know, a mortgage and like different insurance now. And, yeah. and like, plus all of like, you know, whatever he pays on and like things like that. And so it's, it's like a totally new thing. I have a whole list of about 50 items that I need information from him about. Yep. Um, 
yeah the passwords yeah. for yeah such passwords such for everything, everything. <laughs> i like, hate that <laughs> from like netflix to yep. you know email to yeah. like investments like everything yep. mm-hmm. i'll say it's a great opportunity too for I don't, did the girl say her name? I don't remember. But for the for the woman who's calling, like it's a great it's a great opportunity for you to grow in your comp, like in your life competence. Mm-hmm. Like as an example, so we we had our home inspection done, and the home inspector's like, yeah, hey, you probably need to get your you know your gutters cleaned out, and you should probably think about putting like getting a, a essentially a gutter guard like over yeah. top of it. And Cecilia's like, I don't know what either of those two things mean. Yeah, you know? and I it's was like, like, who like I'm <laughs> supposed to, do I need a ladder? Like I'm supposed to. <laughs> I don't know like do I need to yeah. bring a ladder and get up there do I need to like can I call someone to do that yeah are there gutter guard people mm. is it something that I go to Menards and like measure <laughs> how much gutter guard I need like oh, is it a netting yeah <laughs> yeah right, but, but at the end of it you know in, in six months Cecilia will have lived in a house on her I mean because you're used to living in you know with roommates and all that stuff but like you own this property and you're responsible for, for taking care of it. Yeah. And when normally you wouldn't have seen it as, you know, your, I mean, it has yeah, our responsibility, but that's something I probably would have taken care of, but it's like, okay, yeah. you know, you've just yep. gained that knowledge and that amount of life experience that you probably wouldn't have had otherwise. So. Right. That's what my mom mentioned in the uh, last week's podcast. She was like, I will say after every deployment, um, you kind of gain this like newfound understanding of what you are capable of holding on and taking on um, for the both of you. And she was like, it was always good because now it puts things into perspective for the rest of my life. So like I'm having a bad day at work. Well, it doesn't matter. Rick, her husband is there and like, this is nothing compared to what the I scale did for a large, year. And large, yeah. right? The scale. We've we talked talk about, about this. Yeah. Bad things happening to you is and just growing ability. and growing and growing. Yeah. And honestly, in a way, it's a good thing because like getting the wrong coffee is going to be very low on the scale Yep. to someone who may have not, the worst thing that happened to them was like getting, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, getting a bad cup of coffee, then that's going to be really, really high on the scale. (laughs) Your Um, um, tolerance for what's important or what's like worth um, losing your crap over mm-hmm. grows, which is really huge that, I mean, that's going to help you for the rest of your life and the rest of your marriage. So totally. And what's really nice. We have someone living in the house when I'm not there. So it's it, just always taken care of. Yeah. But still, you still, like, t- you still are responsible for taking care of the fruit of you taking care of the house. I know. Yeah. I'm like, so got to hire like lawn people. and like, <laughs> But before we even like close on it, we have like fences being put up. We have like security oh. systems, cameras, everything, yeah. which is. Yeah. That's peace really of mind nice. for both of you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. ADT, where you at? <laughs> you can keep lucy there that's an extra you can put up oh. beware of dog beware of dog sign here we'll bring callie to you and we'll pay you monthly to have callie <laughs> yes. oh, oh my gosh. gosh all right so the next actually before we jump into the next one you want to talk about mentionables actually patrick do you want y'all to should talk about mentionables mentionables is no the offense best. to your other sponsors but it is my favorite yep sponsor for the podcast that's all that's all i have to say <laughs> it's <is> superior <laughs> okay avery avery did not love the idea of the heart boxers originally until he put I, them on. I wore them under my flight suit yep until he put them on and then now i see him wearing them all the time and i'm like wait so do you actually like those and he's like they're actually really comfy and i was yeah. like uh-huh are they uh-huh <laughs> so they sent like they sent like matching valentines like lingerie well avery's like it's not called lingerie for men and i was like okay whatever you want to call no, it no avery babe. it's called lingerie for men that's actually what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they and i think they're like I know they've sent or showed some like little sneak peeks and like hinted at things of doing more things for men's collection. Mm-hmm. So just saying, if we're all a fan. Oh yeah. His birthday's on St. Patrick's Day. Oh. And his name is Patrick. 
And if they have St. Patrick's boxers, I'll just ship them to Japan. <laughs> I guess. You can sit nice and cozy at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well but, I'm sure yeah yeah we love them we all love them our, obviously our spouses love them which just yep okay well maybe heck we yes. should ask if they can make like instead of a heck yes 20 and like stash 20 or whatever 10 <laughs> you it's want like the a, coupon, it's a, it's a coupon to code yours. for dudes to buy for their wives oh that's actually true that's genius are you gonna be spreading it what spreading that code like wildfire heck yeah Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> okay. They gave us code heck yes 10. Heck yes, all caps, one zero. Um, and you can check them out. Check them out at <laughs> mentionables on Instagram, or you can view all the other links to their page and everything in our show notes. But they have cute reels on Instagram too. They do. They're yeah. just killing the game in all avenues. They really are. <laughs> okay, so a few more voicemails. Um, this next one was just really freaking funny. So here we go. Okay. Hi, Cecilia and Meg. So my name is Anonymous and I have a heck no. So heck no to nannying for spoiled and bratty kids. Um, I nanny for a really wealthy family and I just dropped one of them off at golf. Um, yes, they do golf, private golf lessons. And as I'm grabbing his clubs out of the back of my car, he asks me, so have you ever driven an actual nice car? And I just had to laugh um, because I it was just absolutely ridiculous. Didn't realize my little Jeep Patriot wasn't good enough for him and that I should be driving a Tesla at 22 and, you know, in grad school and working and all the, doing all the things. Didn't realize that was the standard. Um, anyway, thank you guys for what you do. I love the podcast. Yikes. <laughs> Kids will say the darndest things. <laughs> Avery and I were talking about recently, how can you make sure that your kid, like, because we obviously, Avery and I's goal has been like freedom of time and freedom of money. And so if we get to that stage with our kids, how do we make sure that they obviously are taken care of, but not brats because of it but also know hard things like experience hard things in life you know what I mean because like Avery's childhood he experienced some really hard things Avery and I aren't trying to divorce or anything like that so that's a, but that's a hard experience that these kids that Avery learned from and is better for because of does that make sense mm -hmm. like I, I don't know we're gonna obviously have to figure it out as it comes but Joe Rogan was talking about it which obviously means Avery was talking about it so we got to talk oh, about it, it. Grit yeah. is only developed through experience, I feel mm -hmm. like. Exactly. And so it's like, how do you give them those experiences or how do you manufacture those experiences almost, you know? Because otherwise they're just raised in this, I mean, wealth of finances and they golf and want Teslas and everything. And how, like, why would you expect them to want anything else if, I don't know. It's a weird, you just live by example. I think you just don't get yeah, to that. You have to live prudently too and understand yeah, yeah. the hierarchy of wealth and your priorities, but mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think know. one common phrase, like to understand the value of a dollar, right? So you, you have to somehow teach your kids early on the value of a dollar, because if they don't understand that private mm -hmm. golf lessons cost yeah. a few hundred dollars an hour and like cart fees are 50 bucks and you have you know you're paying a thousand dollars a year to be part of this country club then they're just not there's like okay that's normal yeah. but <clears throat> yeah I mean somehow instilling that at a young age like no this is actually you know what this costs and in order to pay for this like I have this you know I have to do this yeah. amount of work and your dad has to do this amount of work and um yeah that's a good point that, that might be a good starting putting place. into perspective yeah yeah yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, my parents always made us budget. Um, we never got allowance or anything like that, but we had to budget. So we had to keep track of our money from a young age. Um, and we had to figure out how to manage money in the realm of need and want. And so that always helped us. But that's a good point too, especially if you've got that much wealth that they're just like, what? It doesn't mean anything. And it's like, no, we actually mm -hmm. had to work hard to get here. And we have to work hard to keep keep this up. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, 
I couldn't tell you what that life is like. I don't ever want to own a Tesla or do golf or <laughs> any of that stuff. We wouldn't mind taking golf lessons, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the golf courses are always beautiful. So I'll, I'll drive around in a golf cart. We'll oh, yeah. <laughs> Have a drink. Be in the golf cart. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's perfect. A, that sounds fun, in the sun. Yeah, that sounds like a good double date. Let's do that. <laughs> well, before our plans got shifted to Japan, I had plans for us to play, learn to play doubles in tennis. I was, so, I knew it. I knew you were going to say tennis. And Patrick shaking his head, so I feel like that was solely Cece's plan. Yep. <laughs> no holding back. One hundred percent was not going to join you out on the tennis court, Cece. <laughs> He seemed into it one time I mentioned it and I ran with it. Were you dating or were you yeah, married? We're oh. <laughs> that matters. <laughs> so do anything you want. <laughs> oh you said yeah, we were dating. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. Meg, you want to mention we, I know you have to leave in a few minutes, but mm. Patrick and I are going to finish out some voicemails, but oh, before yeah. you leave, you want to mention our, our new, new sponsor? sponsor? Yes. I'm so excited about them. Your wedding planner, Avery, um, is working with them in a branded shoot and all this stuff coming up, awesome. I believe. Um, but it's called Pieta Papery. I don't know how to say that in the beautiful Ooh, French papery. way. Papery papery <laughs> um it's a That's full cute, service Pieta. it's so cute papery. it's genius it like made me so excited when they reached out and shared their business solely for the fact that I was now able to discover their business <laughs> they're a full mm -hmm. service catholic wedding stationery and so it's an a la carte service that provides a cohesive look and feel across your entire stationery suite with the catholic faith at the heart of everything that they do so the service includes everything you need for your wedding and nothing more or less. So you can cater it specifically to your needs, but they, they're so good. It's a Catholic specific wedding stationary service and it's amazing. Um, so you can inquire today by visiting pietapapery.com. So P-I-E-T-A-P-A-P-E-R-I-E.com. Um, it'll also be linked in our show notes. And they have an exclusive discount code, heck yes, 15 to get 15% off of your purchase with them. But I, I get so, so hyped. Yeah. If Doesn't it make you want to know about them? Right? Um, <laughs> not really. Okay. Because <laughs> the wedding was so much work. I mean, I would get married to him if I didn't have to plan the wedding. Right. Right. But I meant like, this makes me like, can we get stationary from them for like our 10 year wedding anniversary party or like, you know what I mean? Or <laughs> it's so sure. beautiful. I mean, this stuff is, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's Pieta Papery. Angela Marie. I mean, it is so cute. They do wax, um, wax seals, signage, calligraphy. I mean, it's brilliant. I literally wish I would have known about them. <laughs> and the greatest part is they're from Pennsylvania. We love to see that. Ooh. I'm just looking at looking at the stuff on the knot, which is pretty cool. They yeah. Have, they have their own thing on the knot. Yeah. Oh, super cool. Look at us. We're all just obsessed with them. I know. <laughs> we're all stalking them as we're um, as we're talking about them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Here's one, Meg, and then you gotta Perfect. go. But I I thought this one, I was like, you go, girl. You go. Hey, Cecilia and Megan. This is Hannah from Missouri. I'm calling in with my heck no. Um, a couple weeks ago, right after Christmas, I guess, I decided to make a Catholic match profile and was feeling pretty good about it, pretty confident. Um, I had started kind of messaging a few different guys, and one of them, like, really caught my interest. Um, I thought things were going really well. Um, it was a really fun conversation. And there were several instances where, like, it kind of hint at, like, getting a drink, getting coffee, getting dinner. But, like, timing just kind of seemed kind of wonky. Um, but, like, the conversation was still going well. Like, seemed to have, like, a lot in common. Actually had, like, mutual friends. So it was like, this is great. Well, long story short, and why it's my now a heck no, is it's been, like, six weeks since, like, this guy initially messaged me. And still have not met in person. I was kind of bold and really kind of tried to follow 
your example, um, ask myself several times, like, what you all would do um, or what I would want to do um, if I was in a different scenario. And so I messaged him this past week and was like, hey, I'd love to take you up on that offer to get a drink. I know timing has been kind of weird, um, but I'm really interested in getting to know you and seeing, like, we can take this, like, offline. And he texted me back, like, an hour later and was just like, yeah, a drink, like, sounds great. You're right. Timing has been pretty crazy, especially with work being so busy. What, like, what are, when are you free next week? And so I, like, responded. Um, but my heck no is, like, if you aren't ready or you don't have time to go on a coffee date, then why are you on a dating website? Because you shouldn't wait six months, in my opinion. So, anyways, um, yeah, love the show. Love all the advice. Love hearing all the voicemails. Have a good day. She's six right. months. Yeah, I she's she so said right. Six weeks. She said six weeks at first. I think she meant six weeks. Okay, well, either way, six weeks is two, roughly two months. Is is still too much. I mean, either way, it's still too much. And yeah. what she said was brilliant. I thought I'm she, glad she said that. Yeah, I thought it was like really smart the way she said it. It was really um, assertive and just straightforward. And mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it. I thought it was really great. So, um, what I That's will what say I, though. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just, I don't understand that. I think it's a lot of people just want attention mm-hmm. and they get that attention. Yep. So fills their little attention meter and then that's it. Um, I was going to say, I, I would encourage more girls on dating apps to be assertive in regards to taking it off the app. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like too many times that's like the biggest frustration with it. And it's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Like do yeah, something yeah. about it then. <laughs> And she did do something about it. Mm-hmm. And you need to call back and let us know how it went. Cause it seems like you are going, it. but yeah. Patrick, from a guy's perspective, you know, you used to be in the dating scene. What would you say? Why would a guy be on there if he was just busy? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying <laughs> to figure that out. I don't know what, I, like, I mean, there is the possibility that he was legit, just very busy with work, but if that's the case, you probably should have vocalized that to her, you know, right. hey, yeah. I, I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, blowing this off. I really am interested. Work's just been crazy. How about in two yeah, weeks? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I mean, maybe, like, maybe he's not confident in himself. Again, not mm. not a good excuse, but. Um, a lot of guys aren't confident. Yeah. That's true. Um, but we've sounds, talked about that too. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like the, she's saying the conversation went well. So there, yeah. it's, it's not like. Doesn't sound, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound like either of them are, are really forcing it either. I think it right. seems to be coming across pretty naturally. So um, I'll give him a chance and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and he was definitely, he definitely should have said something sooner, but yeah, um, I mean, I hope it works out. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Definitely. All right, Meg, why don't you well, go and we'll go through one more voicemail. Perfect. I will see you guys. Oh, I won't see you later, Patrick, but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> see you Christmas. Have fun. Yeah, see you Christmas. Are we coming out to you or what? Because, gosh. Uh, you could. Yeah. I, we're thinking we're having, we are like, I don't know what we'll do for Christmas, but we kind of want to host because we'll have In a Japan? house. No, 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 no. We'll be here. here. Well, I he was can like, come back. Excuse hopefully. me. Hopefully. <laughs> Got it. We're okay. thinking he might take like, be able to take a month leave after deployment. Nice. Because you'll have all those days saved up. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. have fun. Love you guys. Right. Love Thanks. you. But can I get off of this or can I, should I just leave? Like walk out? No, of the you room? can get off. Okay. Get off. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> there she goes. All right. Which one should we do? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Patrick and I are always singing songs. And then I'm like, why are we singing this song? And I don't know. Sometimes it just comes to me and then it's both stuck in our head. Um, okay. This one is another Catholic match one. So here we go. Hey, Cecilia and Megan. So I'm currently listening to this week's episode, um, the one with Mari. And towards the end, you started talking about the voicemails and how someone called in saying that that's like, I guess not showing up. I don't know. Fake profiles is something that people do, um, like kidnappers do. And it reminded me, I totally forgot about this, but 
I just kind of feel like I have to share this funny story. One time I was scrolling through Catholic Match and I came across the picture of this guy I went to high school with. And first of all, he lives in Texas, not anywhere near me. And he's also engaged. And like literally everything on the profile was false, but it had his pictures all over. And I just was like, like, I know that stuff happens, but the fact that I saw someone that I knew from high school on that app and it, like, clearly was not him was just crazy. So I reported it and all that. But anyway, you were like, this girl freaked us out and now we have to freak you out. And here's just a little, another little, like, freak out story. So, yeah, love the podcast. Um, hope you all have a great week. Okay, this totally happens. Patrick, someone pretended to be me on Hinge before. In my hometown. I mean, if they're going to pick anybody. Stop. <laughs> and then my, should, I feel, should I feel embarrassed that no one's pretending to be me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Gabrielle, our friend, she was talking to a guy. She sent me, like, this guy's profile in Catholic Match. was like, he's so cute. He's like a pilot, like, super suave. Here, Patrick, look at these, look at these photos. Here. Okay. Andrew. I mean real good looking pictures next to planes 25 san antonio pictures with dogs that one is fake yeah i mean ridiculous and i'm like i was like um is andrew real he's too good looking to be real (laughs) and then she goes um looks like he just deleted his profile i'm like he's totally fake like it's like the tinder swindler yeah oh my gosh you guys if you guys haven't on netflix watch tinder swindler it is so good patrick and i we were gonna only watch half of it and we ended up watching the whole thing in one night yeah it was like a d- it documentary was yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was so good and i don't know like whether i mean it's just i would love to hear opinions about it but it was so good it's similar to this but yeah you never know try to get on that facetime as soon as possible so that you don't get catfish have any other notes to say your last goodbyes for the year like just about like life catholic match no life or um, catholic match not really pray for us yeah pray for us we're gonna try to do this thing where um i can like ship um what is it called a flash drive yeah. like i could like fill a flash drive up ship it to him he can plug it into his laptop because you can't get like internet or anything so he can like watch what i've been up to for a few weeks and then he can download all that onto his external hard drive and then re-upload stuff on that flash drive and send it back so we'll see how that goes yeah hopefully it works we'll see all right signing off we appreciate you and leave us a rating review if you feel like you want to we love seeing those um and make sure you call into the hotline at 312-775-2615 and we will well i will see you next week all right bye see you guys konnichiwa is that that's hello konnichiwa is hello all right that's just bad i think it's sayonara i think that's actual really sayonara Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.